If you can't afford to pay it off at the end of the month, you should not be putting it on your credit card. There's no way. That's not your money. You're borrowing money from the bank to pay for your spending habits this month. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Momentum Monday podcast. My name is Steve Holbrook, and I'm super fired up to be here today. Listen, if you haven't already subscribed to me on YouTube, please go and do that right now. Or you can find this audio on all your favorite podcast channels. Today, we are talking about 10 money mistakes to avoid at all costs. Listen, people will do anything to avoid talking about money. So the fact that you're, you're here today, you're watching this on video or you're listening to on podcast, this already puts you in the small room. There's really two sides of the coin. There's people that are focused on saving money, building net worth, and there's people that aren't focused on it, plain and simple. It's a different muscle saving money than it is making it. We've seen so many examples of celebrities that have gone broke. I remember one of my old favorite actors, Nicolas Cage, back in the 90s, he was commanding $20 million a movie. And then by 2009, he was broke. He went from $150 million net worth to broke in 2009. Why is that? Because it doesn't matter how much money you make. What matters is how much is left over. So today, we're going to talk about it. 10 money mistakes to avoid at all costs. Number one, not starting with the end in mind. Not starting with the end in mind. It's super important to go into the future. One year, two year, five year, 10 year. Where do you want to end up? Where do you want to go? Man, I loved when Google Maps came out. For me personally, I'm the guy that always got lost. I'm just always in my own thoughts and I'm a dreamer and driving for me without a map was always a nightmare. So why do I love using Google Maps? Because the, the, the shortest distance between point A and point B is always a straight line. So what do you want your debt to look like three years from now? What do you want your assets to look like five years from now? What's your financial independence number? How much money do you need saved so that you go to work because you want to, not because you have to? The wealthy, they know what they're working towards. They know what they're getting up every morning and grinding towards. And if you don't start with the end in mind, I'm telling you right now, you're never going to get there. That is the number one mistake people make. Number two, spending more than you make. Spending more than you make. It seems like a simple concept, but most of us spend more money than we make. And a big reason we do that is to impress other people. Let's just be honest. A lot of us want to live a lavish lifestyle. A lot of us want to keep up with the Joneses, but it's never okay to spend more money than you make. So my question to you is, do you know exactly how much money you make? Do you know how much money you actually spend? What's that number? What's the discrepancy? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? It seems so basic. But do you know how many people that you know and I know and maybe even you listening to this call, how many people spend more money than they make. Number three pitfall people make is increasing their spending as their income goes up. That's not the game you should be playing. The game you should be playing is maintaining your lifestyle while trying to earn more money. And as you earn more money, you should be focused and obsessed with saving all of that money. 
I remember when I started in business, I was making $11 an hour at my job. I started my business part-time. My savings plan was $50 a month. That's all I could afford. But guess what? As I started to make more money, that $50 per month became $50 a week. And then it became $100 a week. And then it became $1,000 a week. And then it became multiple thousands of dollars a week. And then it became $10,000 a week. What was the key? The key was to keep the lifestyle the same. The social media effect is affecting us all. We get on social media, we see all these shiny things, and we want to keep up with the Joneses, like I mentioned before. So what do we do? We make extra money, we grind harder, and then we spend that money. You know what the problem with that is? If you don't have a plan to save that extra money, and you just keep blowing it, you're actually going to start resenting working hard. And you're going to end up at the end of the month and end of the year going, why do I work so hard? Why am I grinding so hard? Right? I, I bust my tail away from my family, away from my kids. I'm going for it and I have nothing to show for it. And guess what you're going to do? You're going to crawl back into a hole. You're going to take your temperature from 90 degrees and you're going to cool yourself off back down to 70. You're going to say, it's not worth it. I have nothing to show for it. And you're going to be one of those people that gets super frustrated. So again, as your income goes up, you have to make sure that you save that money. That's going to be so key for you to build your wealth. Number four, making bad investment decisions. Making bad investment decisions. No offense, but listening to your friend that has no experience in the money game is a recipe for disaster. Everyone is going to give you their opinion. And most of the opinions that you get and most of the advice that you're going to get is loaded with ego. I know a lot of people, they get their investment advice from Instagram. Somebody posts a stock tip on Instagram. They go and buy it. Their neighbor does something with their investments. They go and do the same. That screams to me, somebody with no plan. You got to stop making bad investments advices. You got to stop chasing yesterday's headline. You got to get focused on your plan and you got to get focused on a smart investment strategy that works for you. And look, if you want to dedicate a portion of your money to speculative investing and you want to throw it on something super risky, then yeah, you should do that. But you need an investment plan that's solid because if you keep making bad investment decisions over and over and over again, man, you're going to end up in your 30s and 40s with hardly any money saved. Hardly any money saved. And statistically speaking, if you get to your mid-40s and you don't have two, $300,000 saved, retirement for you, that's a pipe dream. You can't afford to keep making bad investment decisions. So stop doing it. Number five, putting all of your money in one asset class. You can't put all of your money in one asset class. It's super important to diversify your asset class. You got to think about what's your plan. For example, if I need access to short-term cash as a part of my plan, yet I lock up all my money in my rental properties that I can't access, what kind of a plan is that? The other thing with diversification is, is when one asset class is rising, sometimes the other asset class is falling. So if all your assets are in one basket, all of them, man, you are riding that emotional roller coaster. And I'm telling you right now, you can't afford to have everything in one basket. You got to reduce your risk, reduce your risk, reduce your anxiety, get a plan and stop throwing all of your money in one thing and then jumping all of your money into one thing. 
Be diversified. Be smart with it and be safe. Number six, no emergency fund. How many people have I sat down with in the last 15 years that have no emergency fund? Look, here's the key. Write this down. You should always have three to six months income saved up. Always have three to six months income saved up. It's not a matter of if things go wrong. It's a matter of when. And if you don't have any short-term cash to fix the dryer or replace the dishwasher or short-term cash for your family member or for your kids or for your mom or for your spouse or for you, guess where you're going for emergencies? Yep, you're going on credit card. And how has that been working? Not great for most people. Most people are riddled in credit card debt. And a big reason is because when there was a legitimate emergency, they had no money that they could access. So one of the things that I always talk about is having a proper emergency fund. I read a stat here in Canada, 48% of Canadians are less than $200 away from insolvency. 48%. Can you imagine the stress and the anxiety and the depression that would be caused from almost having no money left at the end of the month before you start saving long-term, please, please put three to six months income saved up. I don't care where you put it. Put it in a shoebox, bury it in your backyard, put it in your safe, short-term investments, cash that you can access. You can't go long-term if you don't have a short-term pile of cash. Number seven, not insuring your income. Not insuring your income. Let's face it. Your most valuable asset, it's not your car, it's not your house, it's not your baseball card collection. Your most valuable asset is your ability to earn your income. Wealthy people insure their income in case of loss. One of the, one of the leading causes of new poverty in North America is lack of life insurance. Do you have your income properly protected? Do you have the right amount of insurance, the right kind of insurance for the right length of time? And look, it's not even if you pass away, but what if you get sick and live? What if you get disabled? What if you get critical illness? Do you know that one in two North Americans is gonna, are gonna get cancer in their lifetime? One in two North Americans are gonna get cancer in their lifetime. And there's lots of costs involved with getting sick. You're gonna have to take time off work. Remember, your ability to earn your income is your most valuable asset. Number eight, not having multiple streams of income. Not having multiple streams of income. If you're listening to this right now and you have one way that you make income, man, that's a scary place to be. Because if that one source of income is over, that's it. I'm so blessed in my business. We get paid three to five different ways. But you and your life, whether it's your assets, your job, all your businesses combined, do you make money three, four, five, six, seven different ways? Do you? Or are you relying on one way? God forbid it's dollars for hours because we all know how fast that can go away. We've all seen that here in the last year. It's super important that you take a look at how you're earning your income both as an employee and as an entrepreneur. And if you aren't earning money three, four, five different ways from different sources, either within your business or without your business, it's time to reevaluate your money plan. Number nine, carrying a credit card balance. Carrying a credit card balance. 
Paying high interest debt to the bank is a recipe for disaster. It's like trying to paddle a boat with a gaping hole in the bottom. If you understand the rule of 72, the rule of 72 is the rule of compound money. If you take the rate of return you're getting on your investments and you divide that into 72, that's how many years it's going to take your money to double. So if you're getting a 6% rate of return on average, your money's doubling every 12 years. Here's the problem. Your credit card at 18% is doubling every four. Credit cards are set up for you to lose and the banks to win. It's like the casino. The house is always going to win. So be smart and do the math. There should never be a scenario that you come up with where you feel like you need to carry a balance month over month. If you can't afford to pay it off at the end of the month, you should not be putting it on your credit card. There's no way. That's not your money. You're borrowing money from the bank to pay for your spending habits this month. And if, it, if, that, if you're sitting here telling me, well, Steve, it's the only way that I can make the end of the month, then you got to figure a way to make more money. You got to figure out a way to adjust your lifestyle. Something has to give because the banks just keep making money and making money. And the little guy, the other one's paying all the interest, all the interest. Please don't carry a credit card balance. It's super important. And number 10, my last money mistake to avoid is playing it too safe. You can't play it too safe. Now, I will say, depending on your age and what your game plan is, you got to make sure your investment strategy works for you. But I see so many people, they think they have a plan. They think they have a saving strategy, but here's the problem. They don't even have enough horsepower to get to the finish line. If what you're doing right now has no chance of getting you to where you need to go, the plan's got to change. And remember, there's a difference between saving money and investing money. Saving money typically doesn't grow. It's in your bank account. It's for emergency funds. Investing money, investing money is what you should be considering to get you to where you need to go. Here's what I do. I always have a short-term like emergency fund, like when shit hits the fan, I can access that cash short-term. That could be in your drawer. That could be in your bank account, savings account. That's the money that I need right now. Then I always have like a medium-term investment. These are investments that aren't super volatile. I can pull them out tax efficiently. You know, those are for things like big trips, right? Or maybe some purchases that I want to make within the next one to three years. But then there's a the long-term investments. Those are the set it and forget it. And those are the ones that I have to make sure that are going to get me on track to where I need to be. All right, you guys. I hope you guys got some value out of those 10. Those are 10 money mistakes to avoid in 2021. I appreciate you guys for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe to YouTube. Give it some love and I'll see you next week. Thanks everybody.